the River City Podcast Federation. All right, are you guys ready for a comedy show? That was the most lackluster bullshit I have ever heard. I said, who's ready for a fucking comedy show? Much fucking better. Please welcome back to the stage your host of the evening, Joanne Schindler-Lee! Brewery in Washougal, Washington for um, hydrating me. <laughs> you guys can't have any, but go check it out. Bolt Minister is a great, a great brewer. Great, cool, cool start. <laughs> Sometimes you ask friends for favors and then you're like, I'll plug it for you, and then you're not good at it. <laughs> But like, am I even good at this whole thing in general? We don't know, we'll find out. We'll find out, it's hot, it's hot. Um, I love boning in hot weather. <laughs> Slippery. You know what I mean? <laughs> I was getting a little hot and heated with a gentleman and that was the dumbest thing I've ever said. And. <laughs> As he slipped a hand in there, as you do, he was like, is, are you, are you this wet or this sweaty? <laughs> do those children want to leave yet? <laughs> I'm not the parent, so it's fine. <laughs> but I was like, sir, you were rock hard. Does it matter? Slide it in. <laughs> And then I felt nothing because it was so hot. I was passed out. It was fine. Um, it was consensual. Oh, Portland, get off my back. Okay. Um, it's been, it has been six months since I hosted this show. And um, I have so many diary entries to share with you guys. If you went to the show before, that's all I did. I invited all my funny friends to come to the show so I could just have a therapy, just one way session for four fucking years, it's what I did. And thank you for indulging. <laughs> Money well spent. That was, she was like, no it wasn't, I'm already, I'm already hating this. Um, first diary entry that I really do wanna share with you guys. Not a joke, real life job I now have. I'm getting paid to bleed into a bucket. <laughs> I'm gonna let that sink in again. Sometimes, maybe the little kids should listen to this because <laughs> dreams can come true. And I just want you to walk away knowing that. Sometimes you can just publicly talk about menstruation your entire life and existence into a microphone and then someone hits you up and they're like, yo, we're gonna send you this bucket and we want you to bleed into it. And we're gonna pay you. And I didn't ask too many questions, but... I said yes, obviously, right away. Right away. That's like a modern day menstruation hut. Are you kidding me? Where I just get to squat over and just think about all my fallen homies, you know?
They're sending my blood to Germany. I don't know what's happening with it. <laughs> Not a joke. I asked, I was like, are you cloning me? And they said no, and I got that in writing. So, and if they do, I can sue them. So we'll find out. Um, and if there was another me in the world, I wouldn't hate it. I have a list of people that would, but that's fine. Um, they mostly just live on Twitter, so fuck them. <laughs> it's so hot up here, I can't think, and I have sweat coming into my eyeballs. Have you ever had that situation? Yes. Hi, Julia, how are you? Okay. I told my mom that I was like, you should be so proud of me. I'm bleeding into a bucket now and I don't have to ask you for money. And, <laughs> and she was like, she was like, how? My mom thinks she has jokes. She was like, how are you bleeding that much and still alive? And I was like, dude, good, I don't know. I don't know why, it, it, like I could, with the amount of menstruation blood that seeps out of my labias, I, Red Cross should be out of business, is what I'm saying. And they should be, if you know anything about the Red Cross. <laughs> They're terrible. Um, the CEOs don't think that, but the company is. Okay, and, <laughs> second thing. When I moved, uh, I moved out of Portland and I didn't have a bed. I didn't have a bed for 11 days. So that was tough as a female to sleep on the ground. And I immediately was like, I'm gonna have to reinstate Bumble. <laughs> so I did. <laughs> Two birds, one Bumble. <laughs> so I feel like I'm crying. Okay, what if I just took my shirt off? It's 18 plus, besides that 13 year old that's here. That's fine. <laughs> Um, I reinstated in Bumble so I could have a bed to sleep on at night. Great plan, worked. But I met a lot of actors. And actors are terrible human beings. Coming from one, we're, we're terrible, right? But um, someone, you can tell if an actor has wireframe glasses, for some reason they own a Tempur-Pedic mattress. And that is just the studies that I have made. So I've been swiping, I got to a Tempur-Pedic mattress. But here's the thing, I found, well, let's just fast forward, I found myself face down, right, on this mattress. And um, fast forward just one more time, uh, there's cum on my back, and so I'm here in this position. And, and here's the thing, when you guys engage, again, children, when you engage in sex, coming on the back is where it's supposed to go. If there's a nice little crevice there, it's like a little cup, just put it right there. One day, I want to invite another person in this scenario and just lean over and have it become a luge right into their mouth. I got gold. Get acrobatic with that shit. But this dude, all of a sudden, I'm like, okay, cool. Where's the towel, right? You come on a mm-hmm. <laughs> back there but there was a big mm-hmm. <laughs> the fuck's that towel I know you have some <laughs> this gentleman is standing across the room 
just calm still on my back. He's standing across the room. And I look over, and he's just on his phone. Checking some emails. And I'm like, uh, excuse me? What you, what you doing, buddy? He's like, oh, my agent just texted me. I got an audition. Is it for a towel company? Why didn't you get to method acting? Actors are the worst. I found myself in another situation. Uh, this gentleman did have wireframe glasses, but uh, I came to his house all excited. I was so tired from all the dates we went on, and he didn't have a mattress at all. So I don't know where I got that wrong, but... <laughs> but I'm still trying to get wiped, so I make coffee for us the next morning. And as I'm making some coffee, I'm pressing this French press coffee, he's standing behind me and he goes, hey, psst, can I ask you something? I was like, sure. He goes, mm, can you like, before you leave, can you like watch me come? I was like, well, I'm not doing anything else, so. <laughs> dude just takes a knee and starts coming at me and I'm like I became an American hero that morning we can all get along <laughs> a lot of people look at me you're like is she always this way yes yes I am but I've been popped the big question twice in my life. <gasps> Pop the big question. Ooh, what's the big question, Joanne? Incoming text message. Huge question via text. Hey, babe. Love you so much. Can we do anal tonight? <laughs> hey, babe. These last two years have been great, but can I meet your mom? Because we both know the answer's no, and I'm a businesswoman, okay? It's hard being a single woman going home for the holidays. My dear old grandmother, she's so sweet. She's so sweet. And she'll just be like, Joanne, you flew all the way home alone again? You flew home alone again. All this way. You're so pretty. You're so talented. You could shower more, but alone again? Why? And that's when I have to cut her off and be like, Grandma, it's because I'm going to do anal. <laughs> She's like, well, sweetheart, it's not that bad. <laughs> it's a hard conversation to have over turkey. My grandma's dead. Um, oh, it's okay. She asked for it. Literally begging for it. <laughs> I'd call her. For the past like two years, I'd be like, hey grandma, what's up? She's like, I don't know, just sitting here waiting for the Lord to take me. I don't think he's listening though. Which is so sad that people still believe that God's a man. <laughs> Old people, am I right? <laughs> she was in hospice her last couple, last couple days and I, uh, it's weird, death has a smell to it, you know? Like, have you ever been around it? It's reminiscent of like a 40-year-old man who wears a puka shell necklace, if you think about it. It's like alarming. Um, 
but I was next to her, and I'll never forget her last words. It was so, she was my favorite person in the world, and I was hers, and I loved her so much, and I was, you know, I was just trying to keep her comfortable in her last, last days of her life, and um, so I'm showing her like memories on, her on my phone, so I'm just like, selfie, 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 so just like showing her what she accomplished, you know, with me and stuff, and so um, showing her pictures, and all of a sudden, through her like, long crusted cancer she just yells out oh wow and i was like oh my god grandma because if you know my grandmother she loves that phrase she'd just be like you get ready for the prom and she's like oh wow like that's just oh wow oh god nice hair oh wow like that was just her phrase right so endearing and so cute but to hear her die and going oh whoa you know it was like So I had to look to see what picture she was all wowing over. I'm like, oh my God, was it my headshot? What was it? You know, like, which one did you like? No, an incoming dick pic popped up <laughs> on my phone. And I look over, I'm like, oh, and I was like, oh, wow. Like that, she was not wrong. Unsolicited, but this dude does work at Wyman Kennedy and he knows his lighting, you know? Oh, whoa. <laughs> she died the next morning, so that was her last words. <laughs> I wanted to call the man and like thank him, you know, like thank you so much for that picture, but my grandma's really racist, so I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> let that sink in. Um, <laughs> do we have any birthdays in the house tonight? No? Yes? Is it someone's 12th birthday in the house tonight? Well, now this joke isn't going to work. Okay. I just... What? On Tuesday. Well, happy... Okay, thank you. Thank you. I like this community we have going on now. Um, happy birthday, man, on Tuesday. Can we all do a, a, I love, can we all sing a happy birthday for this Tuesday birthday? joyful um, song that pops out of everybody, uh, but I realized last night that that is the song I want to sing when a man um, breaks up with me in public. <laughs> Just start singing it out loud wherever we are because then he can never leave. And it like didn't exist yet, you know? It's like, no, you don't get to, I, it's your birthday, it's <laughs> my whatever. You're right, that joke didn't work, who cares, okay. <laughs> I gotta go, I gotta get out of here. Um, I'm so, so excited for the show. Are you guys ready to continue with the rest of the show? <laughs> Hell yeah! Oh my gosh, oh, I cannot, I cannot thank you enough. We have an incredible, an incredible lineup um, and this is just, I was nothing, you guys. This rest of the show is so fucking great and I'm, again, terrible at intros. That did not change about me. Okay, uh, thank you. Thank you, four comics in the back, who care? Okay. <laughs> You guys, this next comic coming to the stage.
so excited that they're here. This comic has been crushing it around town, and when I made this lineup, it was the very first person that I was like, get this next comic on the show. I'm trying to like elongate the name so you guys go up roar. I gotta go. Okay, it's so hot. Just be no, just know that when you get up here, melt, I'm melting. I'm having a breakdown. Okay. You guys ready for your next comic? Make some noise, y'all. One more time, one more time. So, she was talking about dick the whole time. I'm about to just change it up. We about to talk about pussy for the rest of the shit. <laughs> real shit, real shit. So I'm a gay comic here in Portland, y'all. I'm a gay comic and I get a, you guys, you guys supposed to cheer for a gay comic? Y'all was cheering for dick the whole time. Shit. So I'm a gay comic here in Portland and I get a lot of shit. People are like, Trista, you don't talk about being gay enough. You don't identify as being a lesbian, blah, blah, blah. Look at me, guys. Do I look like I need to come out and say I'm gay? I'm fucking screaming sports bras and scissoring. Ah, damn. Hey, we don't really scissor, y'all. Or at least I don't, because I'm not that fucking acrobatic. Shit. I'm also single. Make some motherfucking noise be single in here. Oh, this guy in the front's real excited. This isn't a good thing. So, okay, so I'm not the only one masturbating every night. So I don't know why this was my masturbation motion. I swear I don't jack off my dildo, y'all. Not usually, not usually. So I do a lot of fucking online dating and shit. I do a lot of online dating, but I'm over it. So the other day I was like, you know what? Fuck Tinder. I'm about to pull pictures at Winko. About to give me some of that food stamp pussy, shit. Come on, white people, y'all got food stamps too. Fuck y'all. Man, like real shit, it's, it's real diverse in here tonight. <laughs> There's a lot of white people here. Is it brunch? Fucking with y'all, I love y'all, I love y'all. I get a lot of shit though from my black friends because I date white women, y'all. I date white women, so I get a lot of shit for it. My friends are like, Shrista, why you like white women so much? Why you like white women so much? I'm like, I like white women because uh, they're exotic. <laughs> my friends are like, how the fuck is a white woman exotic? I'm like, did you know they got pink nipples? shit was exotic as a motherfucker to me. Some National Geographic shit. Fuck that. They tripping, man. My friends are like, Trista, you need, to, you need to have black love. You need to support black love. I'm like, I do support black love. I also support these pink nipples, my nigga. God damn. Woo. Woo. Real shit, though. Real shit. I just got real excited. Sorry. Still over here masturbating with homeboy. <laughs> Damn. And I fuck a lot of white women, y'all. Fuck a lot of white women. Like, I fuck so many white women, my pussy is gentrified. I fuck so many white women, my pussy told me it was a vegan the other day. Shit. 
But I love everybody. I love everybody. I went on this date actually recently with a Samoan girl. That would be like a chihuahua waking up one day and being like, you know what? I think I'm gonna fuck a St. Bernard. Man, her fingers were as big as sausages, y'all. I felt like I had a 10 inch dick inside of me. I was like, well, so much for being a lesbian. In a matter of seconds, I went from Young M.A. to Stacey Dash, bitch, hey. And then when it was my turn, I climbed on top of her. I looked like a fucking tadpole sitting on a well. Had me up there sounding like Dory. I'm looking for your pussy. Like shit, how am I supposed to be the dominant one in this relationship when this bitch built like the Hulk? And I'm looking like the Proud Family dad. Shit, y'all watch the Proud Family? What y'all watch, Family Guy or some shit? Oh, that dad is not skinny. Woo, that don't work with my joke for that one, fuck it. Fuck it. So I know there's a 13 year old in here, so I guess you learn about dildos right now. You already learned about dick. We about to get real in this motherfucker. Shit. I don't even care, man, I don't care. So I love all the women in my family. We have a hoarding problem, y'all. We got a hoarding problem. Like my grandma hoards newspapers, my mama hoards TVs, and me, I hoard dildos. Same difference. I don't give a fuck. Like, and I have a problem, like I can't buy them in a store because I'm like hella awkward, so I buy them online. Like, the most frustrating part about being a lesbian is we gotta wait for our dick in the mail and shit. Like, I gotta pay shipping charges for this dick. Ain't got no Amazon Prime in this motherfucker. Like, you know you're a lesbian when you're logged into the UPS website putting your tracking number in to see where your dildo is. You on there like, all right, just past the Pacific at 9.23 a.m., okay. Right? And like, my dildo, like collecting is like the same as like 90s kids with their Pokemon cards. Like real shit. And like they even level up like Pokemon cards. Like I was wearing Lil D the other day. That stands for David. Yeah, I named my dick David, don't hate. Don't hate. So I was wearing Lil David the other day and we was like in the middle of some shit and that motherfucker just started leveling up. It was glowing and shit, it was like, oh shit. I was like, I don't know what's going on, but fucking David upgraded to Goliath, y'all. That's what happened. This motherfucking dildo started weighing me down and shit. It started weighing me down, man. Like, at one point, Goliath was so big, I felt like I wasn't wearing Goliath. I felt like Goliath was wearing me. I was looking up at that motherfucker like, did you even ask her her name? God damn. And like, I had this girl the other day, and she was trying to like pick out a dildo. And I was like, girl, it's cool. My dildo collection's diverse as fuck. Like, it's diverse as fuck, y'all. Check it. Oh, he didn't start at the right spot, but it's cool. Hey, hey, hey. I told him my dildo collection diverse, girl. I was, uh, I was like, light dildo, dark dildo, small dildo, big dildo, long dildo, short dildo, blue dildo, black dildo. Still dildo. Thank y'all, I'm Trista Tyree. Supreme dildo. Okay. I, this next comic coming to stage is married, so we're gonna take it down a notch. Um, and 
Give me a little breather. <laughs> this next comic coming stage. Oh my God, you have seen his face on NBC Sports Northwest, uh, Helium Comedy Club regular. Go check out all the shows. So very fucking funny. Give a round of applause for my new friend Shane Brendan. <laughs> Keep it going one more time uh, for me. I'm funny as shit. This is gonna be good. Yeah, this is good. A little married jab in there. I like that. Like married people don't do freaky shit. Married people, round of applause. Who here is married, huh? Right? Yeah, yeah. Nastiest motherfuckers in the room. Dirty, dirty as shit. Like, all right, so, like, I, I have sleep apnea, right? For those of you who don't know what that is, it's that fun little sleep disorder where you die a little bit every night, right? Just a little bit. You're back up, right? So because of it, I have to wear a CPAP machine, right? And the CPAP machine, you get a mask and a tube and it plugs into a box that just forces life into you, right? And it's heavy shit, right? It's, it's, it's a pretty important thing that I sleep with this thing on because I could die. But while I'm in the doctor's office and he's telling me the severity of this situation, the whole time I'm thinking, man, my wife is not going to think this is sexy at all. But I was wrong. Because <laughs> she's strangely into the whole mask thing, you know? Now we got this new kink we didn't even know about, man. They do this weird Batman Bane role play shit. <laughs> I just kick open the door with some church socks and the mask on. I'm like, is this what you wanted? Oh, you dirty, dirty girl. Come make a friend with the darkness. Mm. She loves it. And she's like, you're never going to get away with this. The boner's gone. It's gone. It's not happening. We're done. <laughs> Married people shit. That's how you keep shit spicy, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm a married dude. I've been married for a long time, and I've been happily married for a really long time. I was not happy a couple days ago. I was not very happy. I was not happy with her. I hated her fucking guts. Uh, we got into an argument, right? We got into an argument, and my closing statement in the fight was me yelling, I'm not a little boy, I'm a man. And then I threw down my Xbox controller. <laughs> Picked up the rest of my Capri Sun and stormed off to our bedroom like a fucking man does. Nah, man, nah, boy. She just says, she says being married to me sometimes feels like she's married to a teenager because all I like to do is watch cartoons, play video games, and I'm always trying to finger her at the movie theaters. But that's just love, man. You know what I'm saying? That's just keeping shit spicy, that's what that is. I used to be a punk ass bitch. Used to be, right? Used to be. I got, I got, I got, I caught a lot of shit back in the day, in high school and, 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 and in college, only because like I was a, I was in all honors classes, right? I was the editor of my school newspaper. 
and I started a magic club for all the black kids called African Americans. <laughs> Our motto was inclusion in illusion, right? <laughs> Nobody joined my fucking club, man. It was just me. It was just me in there, man. <laughs> I'm so fucking dumb. A little boy at the pool the other day yelled out across the pool, hey, look at that dude. He got portobello mushroom nipples. And then he just jumped on his huffy and left. He wasn't even at the pool. He was just riding by. And he saw me take my shirt off and he's like, I gotta hit the brakes for this shit. The fucked up part about it is, I didn't even realize he was talking about me until I looked out and saw that everybody in the pool was looking at me. He's like, oh, you got part of my mushroom? I looked, I was like, oh shit, who got vegetable nipples in here? And my daughter was like, you, you. Here's the thing, first of all, this is a little fucking child, right? It's a kid. What kid knows about various types of mushrooms to be that specific, right? I'm 35 years old, I just realized there are various types of mushrooms. Sauteed and regular style, that's all I knew. Did I get roasted by fucking Master Chef Junior? What the fuck is happening right now? <laughs> fuck that little kid, man. I hope somebody stole his bike. I hope somebody stole his bike. I hope he has to repeat the sixth grade. I hope he's allergic to all kinds of foods. Don't come at me. <laughs> I host up. I have a TV show, like Joanne said, it's about the Blazers and all that. And it's a basketball show, I'm a big basketball guy. And I love basketball, but ever since the show started now, I'll be doing stand-up in different places. And people who have seen me on the TV show will come to the stand-up show, and I just get weird heckles now. People just yell out shit. I'll be in the middle of a joke and be like, Damien Lillard! Yeah, that's right. Damien Lillard, he's a, he's a person. And they're like, Rip City. Can I finish a joke about fingering my wife, please, sir? You know? That's the thing. I don't have a lot of like sports-related material. Like, that's a separate world to me. Like, the only, like, I, I love basketball, so I don't think of it in that way. Like, how can I tell a joke? The only, I'm just really passionate about it. I either love it or I hate it. Like, for instance, I hate Golden State Warrior, two-time MVP and NBA champion, Steph Curry. I hate him. I hate him with a passion. And it's not like, this isn't a basketball joke where you have to know who he is or, or, or anything about basketball. This is, I, I don't hate him because of basketball. I hate him because he's cute as fuck and that's not fair to other ugly ass players in the league. It's not fair. If you don't know who Steph Curry is, he's a, he's a light-skinned black gentleman. I'd say his complexion is, 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 is something like caramel or something delicious like that. And, and he's got hazel brown eyes, like two mini snickerdoodles you just can't get enough of. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I hate him. I hate him for that. I hate that he makes me think about him when I don't want to think about him when I'm trying to go to sleep. I don't like that. He's one of the best players in the league, and I don't hate him because of that. It's just like, you can't be one of the greats and 
have pretty ass eyes. That's not fair. That's an offensive foul every time, somehow, some way. Like, he's, he's adorable. He's like a golden retriever that can shoot threes. It, it, he's like the real life Air Bud. That's what it is. That's what he is. I don't like my NBA players to be camera ready and be cute as fuck. I like them to be rugged and fierce looking, you know, like, like LeBron James, right? Great player, probably one of the greatest. Face looks like a fucking fist, right? He's like a black Shrek. He, he looks like he smells like Bengay and garlic salt or some shit like that, I don't know. So I'm glad he didn't come to Portland. Fuck you, LeBron. Have a good time in LA, you bastard. Rip City, right? If I said any of that shit on the show, I would be fired immediately. <laughs> That's why I don't allow anybody from the network to come see me. Hey, Shane, we're gonna come on check out your show. Don't do that shit. Don't do that. <laughs> These jokes feed my family and I need this shit. But you know, other than like being really good looking and being really funny, I do other things. I really do. Uh, you know how sometimes you'll eat the wrong edible and then wake up the next day and realize you're pretty good at writing poetry? You know, remember how we did that last week? You remember that? Yeah. Yeah, you were there. So I did that, and apparently I wrote a poem about my time working the drive through at McDonald's in Shelby County, Tennessee, where I grew up. And if you guys don't mind, I'll leave you with this. I just want to share it with you. You good with that? Cool. So this poem is called The Golden Arches. Is where my heart is. Golden Arches with my heart. need a second please take your time time to kill I kill time by daydreaming about sparks and gas leaks for weeks I can see those golden arches crumble right in front of me from the top of that white face painted red afro wearing motherfucker to the bottom of my kitchen approved non-slip velcro strap sneakers the streets will flow with molten hot fry grease and all those who survived my Big Mac attack of terror will know that I'm the one who brought down the clown Yeah, that's a number seven large size with a Diet Coke without complete your order. 775, please pull the first window. You see, the name tag reads shame, but it should read pain. Pain like what I feel with every intercom greeting, with every part of my being, tremendous pain, torturous pain. T-Pain should be my name. <laughs> like, I'm in love with McGriddles, got cheese and got eggs and got bacon. How the hell do they make it so tasty? I'm in love with McGriddles. <laughs> but I digress. Heart beating through my chest as she passes by with her hellos and my highs. Never knowing her name, she's just Parfait and small fries. 
My, oh my, sweet apple pie. Two for a dollar, girl. I would do some nasty shit to make you holler, girl. If she only knew. If she would just dine in instead of drive through, then she would see me. I mean, I'm the reason the countertops are clean, the toilet bowls gleam, the shamrock shakes are green, the McRib mix seems to be a gift from the gods. Have you had your break? Have you had your break? Got fired on my break, so from the register I take a break from my wealth, a break from my health. Welcome to McDonald's. Go fuck yourself. Thank you very much. My name is Shane Brady. You guys been great. Thank you. seen Shane nail that joke so many times and he really took his time with it thinking he like creamed a little in his panties when he did that. That was nice. One more time for Shane Brandon while I figure this out. Oh, it's the other one. <laughs> okay, all right. You guys, it would not be a Control Yourself show without a special out-of-town guest. Are you ready for your next comic? <laughs> Uh, is not new to these streets of Portland, but he does reside in LA, and this this human being's career is taking the fuck off, so get to know his name right now. Here for you in the flesh, the very, very funny, give it up for Simon Gibson! But I also 
also had a series of drug addictions. Pow! Meth! Um, never looked better than when I was doing Cristal Meth, baby. He was slim. He was trim. He was mean. He was lean. Yeah. Give it up for stand-up comedy, right? Respected art form there is. Stand-up comedy, right? Bar none. Most respected. Most well-paid art form there is. No, I've, uh, I've been living in L.A. for 10 years, and uh, what? Um, but I was born and raised here. Anyone else? Exactly. God damn it. Shit. Well, I come from the real part of Portland, okay? I come from the real shitty part of Portland, all right? 130th in division. Ever been there? Nobody knows what that means in LA, so I have to say, well, you just drive east until you get to Mad Max. Um, it is truly a wasteland out there. Juggalo sightings. Polka shell necklaces are still worn. Jenko jeans, you bet. I saw a man riding a hover round scooter while also pushing a razor scooter. And I was like, which one of those did he steal? Um, the answer is both. He killed that family. Uh, <laughs> it was in the Oregonian. I say Oregonian, I lean into it so hard, I just shatter my ACL. The Oregonian! That's a... That's a quick impression of me eating pussy. How you doing, sir? Um, I pointed at a man when I said it. Horrifying. Could you imagine if I fellaced that way? Get the, get the F out of here. Hey, wait, what's going on? I'm a terrifying troll. I don't know what's going on. Your pussy's a bridge. I don't know what's going on. Jesus, grow up. I don't go down like that. Everyone knows I ate pussy like Mickey Mouse swearing. Come on. Shake my fist at it. Classic Gibson, how many times don't you want to come? Um, a bunch of times, they tell me, a bunch of times. <laughs> I never thought I'd wear white jeans on stage, and uh, I gotta be honest, mistake, mistake. Uh, you know, I, uh, okay, um, my watch just says six months to live. Is that normal? Was that a Timex? <laughs> Three months, okay. Um, uh, okay. Into the Mikey, saw we 
Baby Boppy, excuse me. Oopsie. Baby need alcohol to feel funny, sorry. I'm not confident enough to do this without an inhibitor. Excuse me, baby. I swear to God, back in Hollywood, Holly, weird, right? Um, truly hanging on by a thread. Um, no, I swear to God, my agent hates when I burp into the mic at shows. My Hollywood agent, I swear to God, she's like, Simon, for the love of God, you gotta stop. You gotta stop burping into the mic at shows. Don't you understand? It makes you look like a piece of trash. She says that to me, and I'm like, you know what? You're not even fucking real, so stop telling me what to do, Sharon. Okay. <laughs> My agent, it's just me putting on lipstick in the bathroom mirror, you know? <laughs> You're gonna make it. <laughs> no, blood, num, num, num. Hey, You guys, I, uh, I got back into town last week on a trip uh, to here. <laughs> True story. What? What a horrible, what am I saying? I just came back on a trip to here where I, what? Uh, no, uh, just found out some rather disturbing news uh, about my family. Uh, my parents are hippies for sure. Uh, which is cool, because, like, I don't have to worry about my dad wearing a fucking MAGA hat at Thanksgiving or some shit, you know what I mean? But I did literally just have to have a conversation with my dad about how he is now making magic wands. <laughs> what? My dad's making magic fucking wands! <laughs> I don't know! I am an episode of Portlandia up here right now. Uh, my dad's new hobby, his new passion, okay, is that he ventures into the woods, forages for twigs and sticks, and then hand whittles them into crystal charged magic wands that he won't sell. He ain't selling these wands, people. He's got 40 to 75 wands ready to go tonight. He's hoarding wands. He's buried alive in wands. I have three wands, which totally ruined my rapper wizard name of two wands, you know. My dad makes magic wands, my mom sews renaissance fair clothing, and is a practicing Wiccan. True story. Also true story, I was actually born a stick of sage, so... Okay, now I'm a real boy, alright. And I said, to my, I said to my pops, I was like, Pops, you gotta sell these wands. What's going on here? 
This is my inheritance we're talking about. And he says to me, I swear to God, he says to me, I say, Pops, you got to sell these wants, you know? And he looks at me and he says, I swear to God, he says to me, my old man, I'm like, Pops, you got to sell these wants, you know? And he looks at me and he says to me, he says to me, he says to me, you know, I'm like, Pops, you got to sell these wants, you know? What are you doing? I swear, he looks at me and he says to me, he says, I swear to God, he says to me, he looks at me and he says to me, he says to me, I'm like, Pops, you gotta sell these wants, you know what I mean? You gotta, what do you do? You gotta sell them. Sell the wands now. Do it. Sell them. And I swear to God, he says to me, he says to me, he says to me, he says to me, he says, he says to me, what does he say? For the love of God, tell me, tell, just fucking tell me. What did he fucking say? You gotta tell me what he said. I'm like, Pops, you gotta sell these wands. And I swear to God, he says to me, I don't know these people. I don't know what they're gonna do with my wands. They could use my wands for evil. Evil! That was a text message he sent on his Samsung. Galaxy S4. Um, he's a wizard who likes droids. Hey, you guys have been great. I've been, you know, sweaty and fat. And, uh, hey. to the stage. Uh, he is an icon, to be honest with you, and you're going to see it for yourself, and you're going to believe it, and um, not only does this dude crush all over, all over town, uh, he's also part of a really funny group called the Love Boys. Yeah! I've lost you. I've lost my mind. You guys, this next comic coming to the stage, it's with my greatest pleasure to introduce to you one of my dear friends. Please give it up for the Yes, give it up for all the comedians. 
The show's over. The show's over. Thank you for coming to Clinton Street Theater of our showing of Sicario, Day of Soldado. I heard the theater man. There's a lot of people here tonight. Give it up for yourselves for being here. There's a lot of people. It's not packed. It's not packed. I did see the theater manager come around the back. He's like, mm, I could have showed Hotel Transylvania 3 tonight and made more money, but that's okay. We're here, all right? We're gonna do it. I don't like theaters at all anyway. I don't like, because I saw the demographic of people coming in here, mostly 18 to 35 year old white guys. I don't want to get shot by some dude who thought this was like a rescreening of the Dark Knight, okay? I don't want to be your Joker victim. I'm the funny guy now. It's not gonna be me. It is good to be here. Thank you so much for having me. I feel good, man. I feel like the hometown boy doing the show here tonight for you guys. Portland's hometown boy. That's how I feel. I always wanted to be the hometown boy, right? They're always so cool. They seem so cool. They're like walking through downtown. They know everybody's name. I always wanted to be that, you know? They're like walking through downtown. They're like, hey, Marco, hey, how you doing, man? Hey, you looking big? You working out? Yeah, you doing MMA? Oh, man, yeah, they're gonna fight you next week. Hey, uh, you just to say anything about me? What do you mean she step toss text, stop texting? She's crazy, okay. Do 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 do, hometown boy, okay. Who else is here, okay. Oh, hey, hello, Mrs. Johnson. Hey, I didn't see you crouching there, like a little Russian doll over there. Uh, hey, Mrs. Johnson, how about this? How about next week you uh, make me one of your famous banana cream pies? What do you mean I owe you 20 bucks? You're crazy, okay. Everyone's crazy but me, okay. Do 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 do, okay, okay. Oh, hey, Melissa, hey, how you doing? Hey, I was just talking to your brother. Hey, how about you let me take you out next week? Come on, let me take you out next week. Hey, where you going? You gonna make me run out of you? <sighs> Can't run. Been vaping too much kiwi menthol e juice. He's <laughs> a hometown boy, so I, that's kind of how I feel tonight. I, I knew that no one here would like that, and I needed to do it in front of a big audience. I talk through that whole thing because I know that if I'm talking, I can't hear nobody laughing at it. That's why I do it. That's why I do everything. So I do what I do. They have uh, gender-neutral bathrooms here. Do you guys see that? Yeah. Yeah, which is, uh, I like it, man. Like, there's more in Portland, like, every day, it seems like, which is good, because it's, like, more inclusive for everybody. But here's the thing. I noticed that some places, they do it in the wrong way. Like, I was at a coffee shop the other day, and they had this weird sign on their bathroom door. The sign had a symbol of a man on it, and then next to that, it had a symbol of a woman. But then next to that, it was a symbol of an alien. <laughs> And then, <laughs> and then underneath it said, whatever, just wash your hands. Like that was a sign that they put up, which I guess on one level I get it. They're just being like, hey, the bathroom's for everybody and that's nice. But like, doesn't it also make it seem like the guy who put up that sign like maybe thinks trans people are aliens, right? Like, okay, he's a good guy. He just has this one weird theory that doesn't make sense to anybody. Like, okay, I just imagine this scenario. Like I imagine like a trans person is being harassed at his coffee shop and he goes up and he's like, hey, what's going on? Are you harassing this person? Listen, this is my coffee shop. We don't discriminate. Get the fuck out of here. And then they leave, and the trans person is like, hey, thanks for saying something. And the guy's just like, yeah, no problem, no problem, no problem. Don't worry about it. Listen, you might not be from this planet, but you don't deserve to be treated no different than anybody else. And the trans person's like, what are you talking about? He's like, don't worry about it, okay? Just wash your fucking hands, all right? That's my one rule. At Joe's Coffee Shop, I don't care what galaxy you're from. I don't want intergalactic goop and grime on my blueberry scones. Do I only do one accent? Yeah, I do one offensive Guido accent. Because I'm good at it and I don't like Italians. That's the reason that I do it. I don't like Italian. <laughs> That's all I prepared up until I don't like Italians. And then just no words after that. Just quietly pace the stage. I don't like them.
Never did. I don't know, man. I am trying to be like, okay, is anyone else having this? Like, my friend the other day, she was telling me that she doesn't like going downtown anymore because, like, homeless guys apparently will just, like, pop out in front of her and then they, like, whip out their dick and they just start peeing in front of her. Is that happening to anybody else? She said it's, like, a common problem. She was like, yeah, it's gross. I don't know why they do it. And I was like, that's super gross. But here's the thing. Like, I think I kind of know why they do it. Like, here's my theory. I think it's, like, a form of public masturbation. Because, like, if you just publicly masturbate, like, you'll get called, like, the cops will get called on you. But if you just, like, whip out your dick and start peeing in front of somebody, it's much less likely, right? Is this tracking with anyone here in this room right now? Okay, somebody said yes. And I'm, I'm going to really latch on to you for the rest of this because if this doesn't go well, okay, it's me and you now for the rest of this. It made sense to my friend. My friend was like, that makes perfect sense. Like, why didn't I think of that? And I was like, yeah, I don't know. But it's like, I felt like a creep. I was like, why did I think of that? You know, like, why, like, why am I so in tune with what these guys are thinking? Like, that made me, sh like, you know how they have those, like, uh, cop dramas where they get, like, a serial killer and he helps the cops catch worse serial killers? Like Hannibal? If they made a show about me, I would just play, like, a public masturbator that helps the cops catch worse public masturbators. Like, the cops are on the scene. I'm like, move away, boys. Okay, what would I do if I were the... <laughs> what did this sick freak want out of this? <laughs> My head's like warping into his brain, you know what I mean? I'm just like, okay, I don't know if they teach you boys in this in the police academy, but come close to the West. He went that way. And they're just like, thanks, Bader. I'm like, no problem, just do it. I'm like out of breath. <laughs> right? But I don't know, that's just the, maybe he's not even that bad of a guy. Like maybe he did publicly masturbate, but like it was for a good reason. Like, okay, stay with me on this. And you're with me on this. You have to be with me. Like maybe there was like a hostage situation, like a bank robbery, and one of the bank robbers was like, all right, everybody, I'm gonna shoot this kid. Unless one of you other hostages jerks off in front of everybody. And then like, everybody's just like, whoa, no way, kill that kid, okay? I'm not getting in trouble for this. But then like I come out from the behind everybody. I'm like, okay, I'll do it, don't kill that kid, you know? And then I just have to be like, I'm sorry, kid, but you know I'm saving your life right now. You'll thank me one day later for this. I promise. <laughs> don't look at me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to be a better person. Like, uh, I, like I, here's what I realized. Like, you have to have like role models to be a better person. Like, one of my role models that I have is uh, Malala. Do you guys know who she is? Yeah. Like, she's pretty amazing, man. She, I really look up to her. She like won the Nobel Peace Prize when she was 17, and she like goes around the world talking about women's education. Like, she's amazing. But like, she's also I, here's what I realized. She's like one of those people. She's like too perfect, you know. Like, if you met her in real life, you wouldn't even be able to relate to her. Like, I can never be friends with Malala, right? Could you guys? No, she's, like, too perfect, right? Like, could you imagine being roommates with Malala? You just feel bad about yourself all the time. Like, you walk into the kitchen hungover on a Saturday, you're like, oh, God, Malala, I drank so much last night. I blacked out. Did you end up coming out to that party? And, you know, she's just, like, tapping away on her laptop. She's like, you know, I was kind of too tired to party because I was working on that speech for the UN. Something like that. You're just like, oh yeah, you're still working on that? That's cool. <laughs> I thought you were done with that, you know? Like, you know what I mean? Like, she's like a passive-aggressive roommate, too. She's like, uh, hey, did you remember to pay the internet bill? And you're like, yeah, I think I paid it. And she's like, actually, you didn't. And uh, also, have you been eating my almonds? Because the bag is lower, I noticed. <laughs> and you're just like, yeah, I thought those were for everyone, but... <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, she's not relatable, is all I'm saying. Like, she's great, but, like, you can't talk to Malala about your problems. Malala doesn't give a shit about your problems. You're just like, oh, God, Malala, I had the worst day today. 
I dropped my iPhone and the screen cracked on my iPhone. Can you believe that? And she's just like, wow, yeah, that does sound pretty hard. That reminds me of a hard time that I had in my life. When the Taliban tried to assassinate me. And remember they did, they shot me in the head, but I just knew that I had to persevere and I got through it and I got through it. Remember, and I'm still standing in front of here today. Can you believe it? You just have to be like, thanks Malala. Thanks for the perspective. And like your friends don't get it. You know, your friends like, oh my God, you live with Malala. You're so lucky. She's such an amazing person. You're just like, I don't know, man. Like, honestly, like Malala's kind of a bitch sometimes. They're like, what? What did you say about sweet, sweet Malala? You're like, I didn't mean it like that, you know, but it is what it is. Like you gotta backtrack out of it. I don't know if you guys saw that. Did you guys see this in the news? They released all the files that were on Osama bin Laden's computer. Did you guys see that? Yeah, they did. Sorry I'm doing so much terrorism stuff, by the way. But, uh, yeah, when they uh, raided his compound, they took his computer, they put all the files on their website. It's pretty crazy. Like, here's the weird part. He just had, like, a bunch of movies that he had downloaded onto his computer, right? And, like, I don't know if he paid for them or not, all right? Like, I don't... Like, I don't want to accuse him of being, like, a movie pirate on top of everything else. Like, I don't think that's fair to him. Just because you're a terrorist doesn't mean you terrorize the film industry, you know? Uh, I'm just gonna tell you guys my three favorite movies that were on Osama Bin Laden's computer. And these are true, you can look these up. It's 100% true, all right? Uh, these are true. So number one, uh, Ants. The animated movie Ants was on there. And yeah, No Bugs Life. So that kind of tells you what kind of guy he was, I think. He's a good judge of character. Uh, next one after that, uh, Cars was on there. I guess he's a big Owen Wilson fan, and the last one's funny to me, but it's never funny to anybody because they don't. No one knows what it is. It's a Final Fantasy VII Advent Children. Oh my God, there's a lot of claps. Just didn't realize I was performing in front of a white Al Qaeda tonight. I am gonna get shot. I know I'm gonna get shot in the show. I knew when I walked in, I was like, somebody's gonna shoot me. I know that I'm gonna get shot in this. And it won't even be like, wow, he was so prolific. He's like, remember that thing that he did about uh, that Italian voice that he said he didn't like Italians? That's gonna be on my gravestone. <laughs> didn't like Italians. Anyway, those are, those are the three movies that he had. And here's the thing, like, I don't need to say this, all right? Like, I think we can all agree in this theater here tonight. Like, obviously, Osama Bin Laden, horrible person. You know, you know terrorism is terrible. And it's good that he's dead. I think we can all easily agree. Like, I don't even need to say that, right? Um, but... But, all right, here's the thing. I think we could also all agree in this room here tonight, Clint Street Theater. Like, you could have a pretty chill Sunday afternoon watching movies with Osama Bin Laden, right? Like, like that wouldn't be the worst Sunday of your life, right? Like, I just imagine, like, you're sitting on the couch with him, and you finish watching Cars, and he looks at you, and he's like, you wanna watch Cars 2? Or you're just like, yes, put it on. Why isn't it on now? Don't, don't ask, just do it. <laughs> I'm just saying, he's a guy you could hang out with. That's all I'm saying. I mean, I know that sounds, if I'm being honest, I'd probably rather hang out with Osama than I would with Malala, which I know that sounds bad. It's just how I feel. That's how I feel right now. This is, um, uh, this is a very attractive audience here tonight. Um, I say that all the time, but you know, 
you're as attractive as me. That's what I've realized. Like, I am going to, for the rest of my life, just be performing in front of people that are as attractive as me. I'm never going to be able to date up based on, it's just, we're all the same. I can't. Okay, I shouldn't have said that part, but you guys, uh, we want me to lie to you? You want me to, you want me to, you want me to tell you that you're hotter than me? You're not. <laughs> you're not, and you won't be. You're never going to be. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm learning as an adult, you have to be attractive. You do have to be attractive. You have to be, because I don't, like, I was working on my personality for four years. Don't do that. That's a mistake. That's a huge mistake. You do have to be, 100% have to be attractive. They lie to you when you're a kid. When you're a kid, they're like, don't worry, looks don't matter. But then you grow up and those same people are like, not, I mean, they do matter a lot, actually. Like, I don't know. Why would you listen? What are you, ugly and stupid? Why would you listen to me? Idiot. But that being said, I'm also learning, like, you gotta work with what you got. Like, you get one body, you gotta work with what you got. Like, I'll tell you guys one personal thing about me. Like, I'll tell you guys, okay, I'll, like, you gotta, you, I'll tell you guys one thing about my dick, all right? Uh, I'll be honest with you guys, all right? I'll be honest, I'll move on after this, but I, I don't have the best penis in the world. Uh, I don't have the nicest penis, and I don't have the coolest looking penis in the world. All right, Portland. But one thing I will say about my dick that nobody else has, I will tell you, I do, uh, I do have the, I have the widest urethra you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> You guys know what the urethra is? It's the dick hole. I have a huge dick hole. My dick is mostly the hole. If I'm being honest, it's like 99.9% .9 empty black space to the hole. And then the other one presents like a thin skin sock on the outside. If you put a flashlight underneath my dick, you can see the other side. It's like the outside of a Vietnamese salad roll. <laughs> Just the rice paper. When it gets erect, it's like one of those dancing guys in front of a car dealership. You just buy it, and then it just floats off. I, I can't even have sex, because my dick just blows. I have to catch my dick every time. No, I don't have that. That's a, obviously, that's a joke. That's not true. Please, don't come up to me after the show and be like, I, me, I also have that. I, I don't have that. But, okay, I will, oh, this, is a, this is a true thing about my penis. I do have an uncircumcised penis. Which, uh, and like, I don't know if anyone else here has an uncircumcised penis, but it's fine, all right. That's, it's too late now, but it's fine. It's just me, that's fine, just me. I am looking at a lot of men in their eyes right now, and they're telling me something different, so that's okay. I can see your beady little eyes, like, open in the darkness. Like the cat in Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> I can see you. And like, the only reason I bring it up, because like some, I, I've just heard some women, they're like, listen, like you have to, like if you're uncircumcised, that's fine, but you have to tell me before I see it. That's like the rule. Which like, I never understood that, you know? I don't, like why should I have to say anything? My dick's uncircumcised, you know? Like you guys know what that word means, right? You know what that prefix un means? It means nothing's happened to my dick. It's on default, that's just the way they come. Why should I have to say anything? I shouldn't. You know who should have to say something? Circumcised dudes. Something happened to your dick, you should have to tell people about it. You guys are the ones that had a grown adult doctor look at your little baby penis and he was this close to it. He was just like, you know, it's good, but... He's like sweating over <laughs> he's, like, he's, he's sweating on your little penis. It's good, but I just think it'd look better if I took a little bit off the top. And 
And your mom was like, okay, hold on, hold on. Uh, wait, before you do that, I, I have to ask, are there any medical benefits? And your doctor was like, that's a great question. Thank you for asking. <laughs> no, but here's the thing. Uh, hold on, I do want to see how tiny of a surgery you can perform on your little son's penis. Would that be okay? Oh, hold on, just, I, I just want to see how teeny tiny of a surgery I can do on the tippy top of your little son's penis. Can I do it? I did it, Mwah! And then he kissed your dick. And he said, Arrivederci. Enjoy your socially acceptable penis. As I think how it went. You guys are great. Thank you guys so much. Give it for Joanne Chandler, everybody. And the return of your drivers. that you guys are you fucking ready for your headliner yes we've had an amazing show we're gonna continue being amazing uh this next comic coming all the way um from northern uh, canada i went back there i was like i'm gonna do this right and here i am not okay so this next comic on the stage, visiting us from LA. Holy shit, you've seen her on Comedy Central. She just got into Cluster Fest. Just for laughs, Montreal. She stars in one of um, the uh, Sarah Silverman produced uh, Facebook shows. You can see it called Please Understand Me. Here for you right now, live with a flash. My dear friend, Steph Tolliff, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Keep it going for Joanne, huh? Yes! Nothing I like more than a man with a huge pee hole, huh? Nothing Mama likes more than a man just putting my whole hand there, rooting around, you know? Getting right in there, seeing the goods. It's a lot. I'm glad that the 13-year-old saw everybody else be psychotic because I did warn her also outside. We're in line. I'm like, just to let you know I'm on the show and... I'm a crass lady, so... You're gonna learn a lot, sweetheart, saddle up! I'm so sorry, I'm very hungover. I had, uh, anyways, Portland's the best. This is too much for me. Never held a mic before, I don't know how it works. Okay, um, I am Canadian. Very warm woman, very hot, very large glands. The only way I cool off in LA is if I head down to the ocean, I just... Dip my lips in the water. Just a light kiss of the sea, if you will. Light smooch of the ocean. Get a bit of salt in there, ladies. Feels good, huh? Just weird I have to ask two strangers from the beach to come hold my arms and legs up as they do it. <laughs> I don't know why they agree. I do kiss them on the tip. Just the tip, like Mother said. Um, it's perverted to do anything worse. I got so hot, chopped off all my hair, and now I have a lower back problem. And... Um, I gotta stretch before these act outs. Getting a bit too old. Chopped off all my hair. Looked like somebody's cool aunt. And guess what? Nobody wants to fuck their aunt. Found that out the hard way. <laughs> Been using these old catcher's mitts the past couple months. Put me in the outfield. I'll catch a ball barehanded. Callous. Put a lot of work into them. <laughs> the old peeling puss. Nobody ever relates to that. Okay. No one likes that one. I could lift a railroad if I had to. I also don't know what that means. 
triactive one guy's like, yeah, I'm here for the railroad bits. Yeah. <laughs> really hit home there, bucko. I, um, I'm gonna melt into a puddle by the end of this. Um, <clears throat> try acting younger. Tried wearing a choker necklace. You ladies tried this before? Literally choked. I barfed in the back of a bar. Can't wear one. Got a very strong neck for a woman. Got a very thick neck for a gal. I have my father's neck. That's the problem. And all the things a woman wants from her dad. Got his giant ten and a half man feet. Don't look. Trust me. Got his really broad European back. Can carry a lot of water through a village on this thing if anybody's parched. I'm sturdy, built like an ox, I can walk for miles. And I got my dad's nipples, found that out of the cottage last summer. Dad popped out of the water, I'm like, why do those tits look? Oh shit, they're mine, that's why. Very round and light, you would be surprised. Um, I will show the one man who liked the railroad bait on the way out. <clears throat> I've already cut a hole in the bra, just the nipple, be perverted to show you the whole tip. I'm not that kind of gal. Oh, no way. Um, <clears throat> very warm, very I'm, very, I'm gross, I'm Bulgarian. Yep, that's the reply it should get. I don't know why I tell people I'm Bulgarian. I don't know a goddamn thing about the place. Like, if you show me a map of the world right now, like, where is that? Like, this map? Ooh, <laughs> the middle of the ocean, yeah, that's right. Bunch of hairy mermaids just surfaced one day. We're like, breathe with us. Not a lot of people do, a lot of arranged marriages. Everybody in my family sounds like this and has a mustache, so it's, it's been rough, it really has. I, um, <clears throat> my family's disgusting. I, uh, we have a very fun game we play over the holidays called Who Can Eat the Most? And uh, <laughs> I don't want to brag, but I win every year. And uh, last Christmas, six plates, who's counting me because I'm the winner? And um, playing cards against humanity after dinner with my cool Mormon cousins. You know, it's fun for me. And uh, I'm playing the Queef card. They don't get it, but I'm having a real hoot. And, um, <clears throat> This gingerbread house sitting on the table untouched. I'm picking at it. I'm grazing. Making my way down the right half of the roof. I'm on the way to the back door. We're not gonna waste it. I'm not a fucking psycho. Picking away, and Virginia looks over. She goes, Stephanie, are you eating that? I'm like, well, Virginia, I've already polished off half the estate. Yes, I am. She's like, yeah, that's two years old. And just the decoration. I was eating adhesive for 45 minutes and didn't notice. And the M&M's are kind of hard to give it back, you've had enough. Peels out of my dead hands, takes it outside. She's like, don't worry, we live in the ravine. I'll put it back there. A lot of wildlife, they'll take care of it. Text me a photo of it 24 hours later, untouched. Not even the animals took to it. Like a raccoon walked by, was like, that's garbage. That's actual trash. Come on, kids, we'll eat our own shit one more night. We're not going out like this. I eat trash, it's fun. Um, was home for the holidays. My dad's lost his mind, he's retired. He's, uh, he does nothing but um, shovel snow, apparently. He's shoveling for what felt like six days. He comes in all worked up, starts making himself breakfast. I look over, bunch of eggs. I'm like, Dad, Dad, how many eggs have you got going on over there? He's like, hmm? I don't turn on the stove for less than six eggs. My father's eating 42 eggs a week. Does it alarm anybody else in here right now? My papa eats 168 eggs every month. Everybody's okay with that number, okay. Peter Christopher Tolev eats 2,016 eggs a year. What kind of psychopath needs that much energy? I'll tell you who. 
The kind of guy that cuts every single pair of his sweatpants into shorts. That's who. <laughs> My brother doesn't own a pair of pants. Calves out all year round. Great calves on the man. I can sketch them by memory right now if anybody wants a souvenir on the way out. They're also my calves. I am my father. I am Peter Tolev. You guys didn't know. I am melting. Okay. Um, as soon as I moved out, this is hot, right? This, this arm sweat? Boys, huh? come a little closer. Get a bit of salt in there, huh? I'm so sorry, child. Um, <clears throat> as soon as I moved out to LA, I thought I was the fattest woman there because uh, a guy on Tinder told me I was. <laughs> So what next with you rascals, huh? Always mucking around up to something, right? Keep them in there. We don't want to see them. They're gross. And uh, so I went on a bunch of uh, bullshit diets. Did the cabbage soup diet? Anyone heard of this before? Uh, yes. yes? Have you tried it? Has anyone tried it in here? Yes? How shitty was it? It's a, okay, if you know what it is, just lose 10 to 12 pounds in one week. Make this fucking soup. You're like, hey, yeah, we have a soup. It's like putting a head of cabbage in a hot tub and stir it around. That's the fucking soup. That's exactly what the soup tastes like. It's like, hey, you hungry? So, day three, breakfast soup? <laughs> yeah, no one wants breakfast soup, all right? Breakfast soup's not going down the mouth hole, but day four. Day four is where they get you, huh? They're like, hey, guess what? You can have as many bananas as you want. Oh, really, cabbage soup diet? Is this a dare? bananas in one day. I'm not even joking, I was fucking starving. I ate two bunches of bananas to myself in 10 hours. I didn't shit for two fucking weeks. I gained 10 goddamn pounds on this diet. But when I did shit, 12 exact bananas came out of my asshole and <laughs> very clean wipes. I shouldn't do that, I could poo right now on stage. Um, what a show, that would be just, mm, see you guys later, bye! <laughs> she just, okay, it's a Canadian thing, I am melting. Um, <clears throat> try to lose weight in LA all the time, I try hiking, you just walk up a hill, walk down, everyone's bragging like it's something, you walk up, look at tops of things, you're like, okay, see you later, you walk back down. So I was hiking up this one Griffith, get to the bottom of the hill, whatever, who cares. It's a busy street, loose dog running amok, I'm like, I'm gonna save this dog, I'm gonna be a hero. Chasing this fucking dog I'm in the middle of the street. I'm like, come on, puppy cars are going by. People are honking. I'm like, freaking out. Dog staring at me. I'm like, I got him right where I want him. Get over here. Cop goes by, rolls his window down, and goes, hey, idiot. I'm like, what, me? He's like, yeah, stop chasing that coyote. <laughs> Chased the coyote for 15 minutes. Had no clue it was a coyote. You ever seen one of those? Very sick looking dog, if you're wondering. Very ill animal. Very bald, several open sores on its back. Patch your hair right here, nowhere else. Had it stuffed, don't wanna make that mistake again. Spooks me every morning when I wake up, I put it in my bed, it's fun. Very low, God, scream. I'm literally melting, okay. Um, I don't have uh, healthcare out here and it scares me. Do you guys have that? Yeah. Okay, good. You just rub a stick of sage, right? there we go, it's cleaned up. Go dip your horn in the river, there we go, swish it around, we're nice and clean now, that's good. I, uh, I look at my bits a lot because I'm scared of getting something down there, do you guys look at your... <laughs> One guy, oh yeah, and I like it, okay. <laughs> Let's bring it out and show us all, we'll all judge. Come on, it's getting very strange, I'm sorry. So, I look at my vagina so much, you can give me a bunch of wet clay right now and I could just close my eyes and mold it perfectly. <laughs> You need a lot of clay, you have a huge vagina, and um, 
I normally have a pocket mirror that I like look at it with, not like in public, like a pervert. When I'm home alone in good lighting, <laughs> it's the dark. I light a candle, want to keep it romantic, you know. But I lost it, so I've been using my iPad. I don't know, ladies, if you've ever done the old HD zoom on the puss before. Spooky stuff down there, huh? I'm like, is that a coral reef? What is happening right now? That's why all the boys call me your sluts. My sea pussy, how are we, huh? <laughs> I don't know why I looked right at you too as I said that. I'm so, what, what, I keep looking over there because I know where she's sitting. I don't know why I know where the girl's sitting, but I'm like giving you the I'm sorry eyes as my eyebrows are just going to melt right off my face at some point. <clears throat> I, uh, do you guys like, uh, this is where we're getting into the dirty portion. Do you guys like sex? <clears throat> you guys like doing it? <laughs> Two of you, not in this fucking heat. Um, I, uh, <clears throat> I like having sex until the second it's finished, it becomes disgusting. Like before it starts, she's like, yeah, let me get in there. I sound exactly like Ja Rule, apparently, when I'm having sex. <laughs> I wanna be with my baby. Pretty girl, maybe it's gross, doesn't matter. But the second it's finished, like, get off me, it stinks. And you're sweating, and there's like weird wet blotches all over the bed. And you're dripping, you're like, let me get to the bathroom before it drips on the carpet. That's happened to every one of you except the 13-year-old in here right now. You goddamn liars. It gets worse. <clears throat> the very end, all the guys act like the girls don't see this. But you have this single clear drip that comes out of the end of your dick like it's fucking crying. Like a single tear, like I'm so sad, it's over. You think we're emotional? Take your crying dick to the bathroom. Sniff it up, make mama say we're sure she's hungry. Too much for you guys, okay, that's fine. Portland has a line, it's big pee holes and pee holes dripping. I get, I get it. I get the line. Get back into the railroad material, here we go. Uh, I am, I am online, it's very hot, I'm not gonna do the three hours I was supposed to. Um, could you imagine, you're locked in here now, motherfuckers. There's no way out, except through Meelan's pee hole. <laughs> It's like a little cave, everybody go through it. As soon as he said that, I honestly pictured those things for like cats to run through those like long tubes. I'm gonna see it later, me little a long hard look at it, huh? This is a lot, okay. I am, I am online dating, anybody else? Nobody's online dating, I'm the only fucking loser in the city. Okay, that's fun. I, uh, <clears throat> Every guy I go out with now, I feel like I'm gonna be murdered, so I tell my friends, I text them, like, here's where my body's gonna be, come find it. Well, it's still warm, and um, one guy we were making out, and it's like really dark in his room, and he's like, we're just like, whatever, having a nice little make out. He's like, oh my God, I'm like, what? He's like, oh my God, I'm like, what is that? <laughs> he's like, oh, I love your teeth. Excuse me? Very weird thing, very regular set of chompers in here. And I'm like, oh my God. He's making his own woman upstairs, and the teeth are the final piece to the puzzle. Like, that's how sick I've gotten now. I'm like crazy over everything. For some reason, too, only very small men like me, only very tiny boys match with me. I just want to be the small spoon once, you know? I get so cold every night, I'm bear hugging a man to sleep. I just hear a sound in the house, I'm like, don't worry, I'll take care of it. 
like in the old knuckle sandwich. Last guy I was talking to, very small man. He could be living comfortably inside me right now, I'm not quite sure. He could have room for friends to have sleepovers, lots of room for pillow fights. He also wore glasses, I get it, he reads. This is the problem. He's down there with his mouth, glasses still on. We take them off, right boys? We take them off. That's step number one, flip off the old specs. I look down, I'm like, oopsies, hey, hey, they're fogging up. Put on the nightstand. I can't really see. He's like, sorry, I can't, I can't see. I'm like, what the heck are you looking for down there, huh? There's three or four holes. Pick one, put them on the nightstand. You want to know what it looks like? Here, let me paint you a little Picasso, huh? Think of a really nice charcuterie board. Heavy on the meat side. Take off the gla- That's the line. That's the further line for you guys. Nobody else in here thinks that a vagina looks like a bunch of prosciutto thrown into a corner. That's fine. That's good. No one's ever been to Arby's. I have two beef and cheddars for $5 under my dress right now. Heavy on the horsey sauce. Um, Someone's just barfing in the corner. I go up for brunch with old Specs Magoo the next morning. I glance over, transition lenses. Yeah, I almost called the police. Did I just fuck a hacker last night? What the hell is going on? He tapped into my mainframe and filled up my RAM. I did have to Google those two things. I don't know what they mean, I really don't. I, um, <clears throat> I, uh, here's a tippity toppity too, if you guys ever go to Toronto, uh, do not go on a first date to Ripley's Aquarium. I'll tell you why. This is a really fun thing you can do where you can get on a scale and weigh yourself and see how much you'll be worth as a tuna. <laughs> this is real, Google it, I'm not making this up. I don't know why, that was a really fun game to play on the first date, but I did. So like a gentleman, I walked, let buddy boy hop on the scale first. He gets on, he's like $600 worth of tuna. I'm like, ew. Oh my God, yuck. I'm gonna be 100, maybe. <laughs> um, very different on dates. So I sponsor. <laughs> I saunter my huge meat puss over to the scale. Hop on. $2,000 worth of tuna. No one wants to fuck $2,000 worth of tuna. I mean, it's a good haul, sure. Oh, sure, the fishermen are celebrating, oh yeah. I'm gonna feed a bunch of families. Nobody wants a big wet fish like, you come yet. <laughs> I've never seen a fish before. I don't know how accurate that is. I think that was also the alien from Signs. Do you guys remember? Very old references. Very specific. I have three very specific impressions. That's one of them. My other one, do you guys know the first Ninja Turtles movie? Okay, the three people. This is the... <laughs> if you don't know this part, you can go home and Google it. Oh, that was exactly it. The end was splinters like all tied up to the fences. <clears throat> Michelangelo, come closer. It's exactly it. It's very specific. Very. SNL keeps begging me to do them. I'm like, oh, stay out of here. Oh, I know I'm really relevant with my. Um, okay. Is anybody uh, dating people now? You guys with people? You guys. Is everybody, poly- is everybody polyamorous in this fucking state? 
them with people and they're with people's people and you know we're all just big people, huh? Um, we're all gonna fit in Milan's pee hole in the way out and just have a time. Okay. I'm not done talking about the pee hole, I really like it. Uh, I was with, is anybody at like the six, seven year mark with their partner? Couple people, you guys still doing it? Okay, take that as a no. I, I was with a man for, uh, we got to that point, and it was like, I think that's the make or break time. It's either you push through or you get the fuck out of there. And sex was getting pretty bad. And uh, it's okay, I'm so sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all my friends, they, everyone chimes in with something little like tidbit. Like, oh, you've tried everything, right? I'm like, you've tried, all. Like, you've tried bringing food in the bedroom? I'm like, food? What do you mean, like ribs? They're like, no, you fat idiot, like a dessert. I'm like, like a brownie? Like, get off the solids. What's your problem? So we thought we'd go a little crazy one night, and we made, um, made a bunch of jello. Not sure if you've had the instant jello. It's a pretty big batch, pretty big salad bowl makes up. So I'm lying out, I'm like, slopping on my tots. He's like, please stop. I'm like, yeah, fair, that's fair. Lay a little on my breast. He's like, you need to shut up. I'm like, yes, sir. Puts it on. He starts kind of eating it off. I'm like, oh my God, that looks really good. Can I try it? It is good. Get the hell off me. I'm starving. <laughs> Ate an entire thing of putting off my own breast. Really ruins the moment. I'm not gonna lie. Get very sticky. Had to bathe them. Filled up a tub. Dipped them in. Waste of water, really. You know what? That never gets a laugh. But the image to me of waiting for a full tub to fill and just dipping two tits in it is hilarious. You guys are like, no, we don't waste water in Portland. Straws, never heard of them. I'm gonna fucking take all the straws with me. And use them all, all the time, anyways. You guys are great. Um, I, uh, we, uh, we tried something crazy, me and the sex. We, if you guys want to try this, we tried um, <clears throat> uh, doing something, <laughs> something nuts one night. We tried, uh-oh, ready for this? Doing it in a different room. Uh-oh, <laughs> wild. <laughs> Where's this going? Wacky stuff. Uh, so we're in the living room. Nowhere else to go. Only had two rooms. And uh, <clears throat> we're on the couch. Literally the only thing we had in the room. So we're like, we're sort of, like really getting into it. And um, <clears throat> Was I the man right there? Is that what that was? <laughs> just holding his face and like, just fucking take it. Um, so we're making love and uh, <clears throat> the cat scampers in. I'm like, okay, whatever, keep going. The cat's not gonna watch, keep going. Cat starts to watch. I'm like, okay, pervert cat, that's fine. You're not blinking, normally you blink. Your eyes look very dry, that's fine, keep going. But then the cat started to puke. Now, I don't know if you've ever heard a cat puke before. But whatever's in there doesn't want to come out for a really long time. So we're going in the couch, just like, I'm like, okay, I fucking hate this right now. Hurry up, let's get through this. But then the cat's puking and our thrush chimed in at the same time. She was like, we all came together. It was actually quite nice. It's like a dreadlock came out of that fucking cat's mouth. And out of me. Hi. Hi. Sorry. <laughs> this guy looked away. He's like, I can't look at this anymore. <laughs> Let's bring the 13-year-old up. Right to the front, tippy top. Please don't. Please do not. Please She's already gone. Um, <clears throat> do one more thing, because it's hot as shit in here right now. 
I went back with some other uh, idiot from Tinder, some clown. You're like, oh my God, she is desperate. I'm like, take off the nose and fuck me. Ah, uh, no. <laughs> no, it's, I don't know what he did and I don't care. I want to say we had sex. I want to say it went in and out like a fiddler's elbow, but who knows? I was very tired and drunk. Who cares? Whatever. It's three in the morning. I'm like, okay, bye. Get off me. I want to sleep now. Start to pass out. He starts shaking. He's like, get up. Wake up. I'm like, what? He's like, let me play you a tune. It's a before thing, I'm pretty sure. I'm very tired. Bye-bye. Go to bed now. He gets up. He goes, what do you want, acoustic? I'm like, acoustic? Turns on his light. Wall of guitars. I'm like, how I missed 62 guitars when I came in here? No fucking clue. I go, yeah, you're not going to plug in a bass at 3 in the morning. I'll take the acoustic set. Sure, what is going on? He comes back over the bed. He's still naked. Leg up. Guitar. Dick peeking out the bottom of the guitar. Look like a witch's toe. I'm like, I don't know what that is. It's very wet for some reason. I don't care for this. He starts singing the song. If you guys have heard it, please join in and sing along. Verbatim the song, he sings me after sex. Could be a Portland lullaby, I'm not quite sure. <clears throat> Verbatim the song he sings. <clears throat> the little boy died. The little boy died. We thought he was going to live, but the little boy died. I'm sorry, you haven't heard that song either? I just said sex was a murderer. What is happening right now? I'm like, I'm gonna go to bed, wake up covered in little boy's skin, I hate this. I pass out, wake up the next morning, have sex again. I'm not well, I am sick, I'm getting help, don't worry about it. <laughs> also, bike to his house, very embarrassing to leave on a bike. I'm like, got my helmet, I'm a loser, bye! <laughs> Biking home in dead silence, I'm like, I can't live like this anymore, I'm not well, this is very sick. I get like halfway home, I'm like, fuck, fuck. The little boy died. It's a catchy tune, goddammit! It's on iTunes if you guys wanna buy it now. Thanks so much, my name is Steph Tolev! that you saw this evening. And for yourselves, this show ran long. You guys are troopers. Thank you so fucking much for coming out and supporting live comedy. Thank you, Clinton Street Theater. We love you. Um, if we do this again, would you come back? Yeah. That's recorded on record, bitches. I love you. Thank you so much. Please get home safe. My name is Joanne.
the River City Podcast Federation.